The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Friday marks exactly one year since Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine. Take a little listen. It's five o'clock. Good evening. Officials in Kiev says there have been at least 80 strikes on Ukrainian targets and around 40 people have died so far. The Secretary General of NATO says peace in Europe has been shattered. I still have a lot of my family and a lot of my friends there and a lot of them are protecting our country right now. A lot of them dying and I love them and it breaks my heart. Whenever I see just the news right now, it, it really makes me emotional. It makes me cry i don't know just i just wish i could help myself like i'm so grateful that ireland takes us president zelensky you said life will win over death light will win over darkness we stand with ukraine slava ukraini Yeah, just a couple of the moments people might remember over the last 12 months. As I said, Friday marks one year since that invasion of uh, Ukraine, though I know Ukrainians might say that it was 2014 when that invasion uh, begun. And I think it's worth putting in numbers the last year to try and give people a bit of context. 21,000 civilian casualties. That's what we're at today, although that's probably an underestimate. That's what the UN are saying. 8,000 dead civilians. 1,800 civilians died in the entirety of the Troubles. 8,000 dead. And like I say, that's an underestimate. 100,000 is the estimate for Ukrainian military casualties. 200,000 Russian military casualties. 7 million people have fled the country, up to 7 million, up to 7 million internally displaced. The Ukrainian ambassador to Ireland, Larissa Grasco, is with me now. Ambassador, you're welcome to the show. As a Ukrainian, how do you digest, process numbers like that? Um, <clears throat> I don't know uh, where you you got these um, these numbers. Actually, at least some of them um, is is uh, for numbers actually which we have. For instance, it's more than uh, 144,000 uh, of casualties uh, by, I mean, of Russian militaries. Uh, is for um, numbers of people, I mean, displaced people. So uh, around 6 million Ukrainians became internally displaced and around 8 million million Ukrainians uh, fled the country and uh, abroad, um, and um, it is uh, impossible um, to say now how many civilians, Ukrainian civilians, uh, were killed because we haven't access to the occupied territories. Um, you know, I met some some numbers, for instance, um, uh, in uh, of casualties uh, among civilians in Mariupol, the city of Mariupol, like around seventy thousand. Uh, like uh, yeah. civilians have been killed in in just in Mariupol, but uh, before liberation, it is impossible to say how many casualties do we have, but. Uh, Anyway, 
we both sides we we are suffering many losses and how do you assess the situation on the ground today ambassador uh in one in one year it's full of of russian uh, full scale um, invasion into uh, ukraine russia failed to reach its strategic objectives uh, of occupying uh, Ukraine, destroying Ukraine's statehood, and erasing Ukrainian identity. Uh, Ukrainian defenders, our our army liberated nearly half of, of the territory seized uh, by, by Russia since uh, since the start of full-scale invasion. I would say we are quite successful, and of course we are quite successful uh, because of support uh, of our partners, and um, Ireland in particular. Um, we, um, we are restoring every single day our critical infrastructure, because, as you know, 50% of critical energy infrastructure was destroyed by Russian. Uh, and uh, Ireland, for instance, supplied uh, generators, transformers. So, and, you know, um, I would say we're quite successful uh, you know, pass through mm. this cold winter. What more help do you need? What What is next on the agenda? Uh, next on the agenda, of course, it's victory. Nothing else than victory. But... Um, well, what help do you uh, need you to know, achieve Brazil, victory? Uh, sorry? What, what help do you need to achieve victory? Uh... Uh, we need uh, to, um, like military financial support by, by our partners, technical support. Uh, and our main goal for, for this year is to ensure timely, uh, as, as I mentioned, military and technical assistance from our partners. Um, we must not allow it, uh, it to, to slow down, um, as, as it will only prolong the war. Um, of course, um, we, um, as you know, our president uh, presented peace formula um, initiative, actually, and um, we urge uh, all democratic countries to, um, you know, to to to, su- to support this mm. peace formula initiative and and especially. Uh, in implementation of this peace formula. And yesterday, uh, before Committee on Foreign Affairs, uh, actually, um, I explained uh, all elements uh, of this peace formula and how how it, it works and going to work. Uh, we, we need further support, of course, in non, uh, on all uh, international forums. Um, we need... Uh, Further support um, under the uh, European Peace Facility uh, and within a framework of EU military assistance missions for Ukraine. Of course, we need weapons. Uh, it's, it's quite clear uh, in order to defeat uh, 
the army of aggressor state. Um, we we need more energy equipment. Um, we uh, we urge actually to increase sanctions pressure mm-hmm. on Russia. Um, many many other things, of course. Listen, Ambassador, uh, we appreciate you taking the time to speak to us. As I said, uh, Friday marks one year uh, since the invasion of Ukraine, though I know uh, you and lots of your uh, fellow countrymen and women would say this all began in 2014. And nevertheless, thank you again. Uh, Larissa Jurasko is the Ukrainian ambassador to Ireland. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.